it's probably a detail that's not terribly important. So last time, um, we, it was a, except for flawless, it was a pretty well, pretty good cock up of everything by the rest of us. Three of us got captured, but we were we managed to escape. Sounds like a typical spy uh, middle of story. <laughs> we're waiting to see how clean the escape was because there was a major cost incurred by Manly Miles. Yeah, so as you guys are running off from the facilities there in the dark, you see uh, flashing lights driving down the access road. So if you're going to be trying any more shenanigans in the area of the airport, you've got uh, security is on alert. Well, my feeling is that we have we have achieved mission, mission objective, so now the objective is just to get off site and well i'm looking at some of the air, airplanes up ahead because you know we gotta follow that airplane so you guys are off you now in the, the dark in some trees or ditch or something uh hiding in the dark what do you do aurora what was the range on that transmitter you put on the uh, the plane we haven't had a field test to know exactly how far but you know i'd say four to five hundred miles minimum the range is good. We can always return. Yeah. Under the auspices of the company. Right. The company has transport they can requisition to us fairly easily. A jet will have, if it's 400 miles, we got about, say, two hours, three maybe before they get out of range, if it's only four to 500 miles. Then off we go. Your plan is then go arrange for. Unity to provide you with some sort of aircraft. Probably with our handy-dandy wristwatch video radios. <laughs> Don't forget, though, I, ha I also have a, uh, a stunt for that. Oh, maybe you can just do it. So that we're not even going back to the office. Once I get to a phone, I'm going to call and see and arrange for a some sort of business jet that we can fly. Doing this short-term, middle-of-the-night type thing. We'll call that uh, fantastic. Well, let's see. I'm using my stunt for this. That that will help. Ooh, not my first rodeo. I know people. I know how to get a hold of folks. I'll tap that to get me a plus plus two, and I think that's fantastic, isn't it? Explain how this actually happens, because it it seems fantastic. I know. I need to get a hold of uh, someone in Unity, and then I remember. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's George, who's working over at NASA. He's the guy who was was worried about this stuff, and he knows people down here in Miami would have a would have a jet. He's asleep right now, but you know, I'll give him a call at three o'clock in the morning and and let him know we need it. We need a we need a, a fast jet, so we're getting a, a NASA near Learjet. So I'm going to be fantastic. I'm going to get a fantastic. Technically, that result was uh, epic, but an epic over fantastic is just one shift. So yeah, but it's a different. It is a different uh, rung. <laughs> so at that point, brush ourselves off, you know, I, you know, sort of hide the fact that I've been shot, and we just walk into the front gate. Well, because security is on alert. Mm. Yeah, that's not good. Think you can just walk in and get in a plane? There's going to be some uh, red tape involved. You know, go doing a NASA plane. So 
I'm going to tag my, that security on alert to, to knock you back down. That puts me back down to five. Yeah. Anything, uh, any, anything floating around security on alert, shot in back. Say, uh, you look a bit suspicious there in all black, and there's one guy bleeding from his midsection. <laughs> so we should probably attend to wounds while you're doing your phone calls. I mean, sure, that's probably happening. I'm thinking, what, what, are the, what would be the cost of not meeting, given the security? This is red tape. It's going to take you longer to procure this jet. All right, I'll go with that. Yeah, so we are delayed. Awesome. Baddies get to move up their plan. Of course, this is a NASA jet. It is does not have a bar designed for, you know, poindexters. It's got seats, but they're not the comfy ones. You know how to fly two miles, so get get in the co-pilot seat. And If you've been monitoring your tracker, they've been flying southeast, south-southeast. Seems pretty consistent. Eventually, you uh, get your plane... Plan on taking off and following the signal. Yeah. Anybody doing anything in the intervening time? I need to suddenly engage some creativity here and build something. Build something that's going to be really awesome and already have it so that I don't have to use my stun on it. I don't know. Easy thing that leaps to mind. Some kind of communication jammer so that they can't, like, send a launch code to the rocket. Keep them from getting it off the ground if they want to launch it. Now, what they're going to do, they're trying to sell it, right? And then the buyer would be the one launching it. It's not like we expect to find a launch pad and stuff down there. Any suggestions? I I don't have any suggestions, unfortunately. Communications jammer is probably not a bad thing to have. I mean, there's probably racks in the air in the airplane anyway. You can mount it in if you need to. It'll probably help at least disrupt communication among forces when we do the infiltration anyway, so I would like to make a communications jammer. Vaguely, what sort of range are you expecting to have it work? Say, 200 yards of a, of a radius around the carrier, because it would need to be small enough for a person to carry it. Okay. Yeah. Say good. Plus three to create that. Am I going to settle for meeting it? Kind of quickly and hastily put together, so it'll probably work. It may not last long, but it'll might work. Well, I've got this communications jammer. It might be more of a one-time EMP, but if it gets us any breathing room at all, it'll help. What's what's this EMP thing? A rapid burst of noise across all electromagnetic radio frequencies, which at high amplitude kind of destroys electronics. I don't expect it to actually destroy anything, but it could at least interrupt a signal. I'm looking at uh, the steam gauges in front of me, but also realize there's some electronics. Would it take on this airplane? I mean, if it takes out this airplane, we don't want it in the airplane. No, it, it won't be set off in the airplane. One of us will carry it and we'll deploy it in the field. Okay, right. Let's get some clearance and get the heck out of Dodge. Nice shot of you taking off over the sunrise. Got the tracker. You know you're hours behind them. Heading out to one of the islands in the West Indies. You get the, the lovely picture of a rocket launching from one of these islands off 
into the sky. I think we're a bit late. You disable that thing in some in some fashion, uh, Aurora. Give me a broadside, and everybody strap in. And I open the door. I mean, it's aluminum, so it's probably not going to stop the signal anyway. But if I open the door and set off the set off the jammer, you're you're not within two hundred yards of it. Oh, we're not within. No. Say so strap in, put put the juice to it. And see if I can get us within 200 yards of that rocket as it's climbing up. Logically, that's accelerating many hundreds of times faster than we can, but... <laughs> Manly's just clenching his teeth and, and mouthing something about, you know, a great morning to get shot. <laughs> now let's do some G's! <laughs> you really want to try to get within 200 yards, uh, take some, I think, some epic sort of flying. So I basically have to roll all fours. And then still tap something to be able to do it. But hey, what the hey? Just great. And if I tap, nah, I wouldn't even get, I wouldn't get anywhere near it. So yeah, it's a failed attempt. I'm not, I'm not going to pay. So yeah, we just watched the thing go up in the air. I mean, you could get to, you could get all the way to the top if you tap two things, right? The trouble is, I don't have two things to tap. Yeah. I only got not my first rodeo, and everything else is not applicable. I mean, five years till retirement seems pretty relevant to me. <laughs> Does it? Why would you be doing this crazy sort of thing? Mess this up now. Then they'll cut off your pension. Yeah, or I'll just yell at Miles, because I know Miles is crazy, because Miles is unprofessional. I, I don't see how that helps here. Yeah, yeah, okay. But not my first row, that one I could justify. Here, I didn't hear a cell. What was your, what was your, um, your thinking on, on the Miles app? Of course, I can also say I'm channeling my miles, extra daring and redlining it. But it's time to be unprofessional. <laughs> Using my inner miles and just redlining, redlining the engines, blowing out the engines in the process of trying catching up by not being professional, being being miles. That doesn't seem to track for me. I do have an additional proposal. Go ahead. What's your other proposal? This is a NASA plane. It's got all kinds of instrumentation on it. It's probably got radar dish and stuff, or at least some kind of transmitter. I'm thinking of trying to patch my jammer into the systems on the jet and turn the jet into a jammer. Into a big jammer? Yes. Okay, so I'll leave my role as is. I can't catch up. But that forces Flawless to do her thing. Sure, if somebody else wants to try something crazy, go ahead. There, is there a consequence to us um, not catching up? Is, it, is that the consequence? Oh, I'm still redlining it, so it's po quite possible I've done damage to the airplane. Well, we'll compel your five years to retirement, because you may not make it. Install out the engines on the airplane. I'm good with that. We're stalling! Do something! You give Aurora a brief chance to try something so what are you going to try to do then, Flawless? Jury-rigging this uh, jammer into the instruments of the plane and trying to send out a jamming pulse from the airplane to try to stop the rocket. Gadgetry. Yep. And make that opposed by how well they designed their gadget. Okay. I'm five to begin with. And let's see what she rolled. Six. Well, I've got at least three aspects I'm pretty sure I can bring in here. So I'm going to... Well, I do have some fate points, too. So. Yeah, you have some fate points, too. So this is going to be 
quite the escalation. I see that I have a boost on communications jammer. Uh, we can go ahead and factor that in. And the first thing I'm going to tap is the prolific spy tech inventor. This is my niche. This is the thing that I do is invent these weird, crazy things and make them happen. Fair? Yeah, but the creator here is better than the best and brightest. Better than the best and brightest. Okay. So let's see. I had gotten myself to nine. They're up to eight. And they are all about the tech. That's ten. And the nine. Okay. The next thing I am going to say is that I define the cutting edge. I'm always first. Just that little step ahead, even if they are better than the best and brightest. This has to be like represented by like by sudden zoom ins on components <laughs> for the rocket and your thing and you're turning a, a screw or something, <laughs> twisting a dial. And we hear like, uh, you know, the vibration of, of uh, um, like radio signals and <laughs> this is like a, fan, a like an epic fencing match, but with technology. <laughs> Unseen, yeah, unseen face, but hands bet in the in the enemy base, and it's all turning dials, pushing buttons, and then there's flawless, busy turning levers and boosting power and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Eleven to ten, and we're ready for one more round. I do get another fate point for this scene. Didn't you yep. give it to um, John? And those come out of a different uh, different pool. Different pool. What? Really? Invokes are different than compels. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I see. You get number of fate points for invokes equal to the number of characters in the scene, player characters in the scene. Compels, you have an infinite number of those. Cool. Yeah. So what's she doing next? Okay, if we keep going on this, uh, she's got brains and beauty. Yes, she does. It's a cat fight. <laughs> right. <laughs> 12 to 11. And here's my final proposal. I believe that the brunette that I stole the diamond from at the party, I believe that this is the NPC that I designated as Prophet's Whiz Kid, and I can beat anything that the Whiz Kid makes. All right. So I've gone as far as I can go, spent all of my fate points. And your one boost. And one boost. Burst of electricity goes through the plane. Engines turn off all your gauges. Seize up and aircraft pitches over and now pointing down into the, the ocean. Luckily, this is the 1960s. It's not fly by wire. No, it is not. I can, I still have control. What's your, your plan? Are you going to try to get to island or ditch into the ocean or what? Ditch in the ocean. That's, that's the direction we're heading. So we're going to try to not go nose first, but try to go, try to. Level out and just skip and come to a landing. I'm still putting the parachute on. We have parachutes? <laughs> Are you willing to spend a fate point for that? Because we got parachutes. I'm jumping out the window, out the door. You just, out that door. I'm out of fate points. I guess there is no parachute for you. <laughs> Does this thing float or will it sink like a rock? Yes. It will float for about uh, 30 seconds, then sink like a rock. Great. Yeah, it's open to why I was hoping to be able to ditch before we were in the water. But. Basically, strap yourself down. Miles could give me a, an advantage by being the co-pilot. 
Sure. I mean, I don't know if if I would have any any aid with controls, but I, I guess I could point things out. Oh, you could certainly help on the controls. Yeah, we have we have no power, so basically we're we're we're, we're doing anything by hand and by muscle. All right, four hunts. It's better than two, I guess. Just to create the advantage, I'd go with good. Okay. All right. Yeah. We've got a boost, so. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to pop that right away. Superb, or I'm going to stick all you guys with some sort of negative aspect. So I'm already popping that uh, that boost. So it's gone already. Don't even bother writing it down. Uh, superb. And that fair. Best I can do is take is pop my... Not my first rodeo to make it a four, which makes it a great, and we don't get a really bad negative aspect. So I'll do that. I'll tap, you know, not my first time doing a water landing in an aircraft. Only this one has jets instead of props. Then we get the shot of you guys scrambling into inflatable raft as the the plane sinks into the water and a uh, patrol boat is coming up on you. Uh, now I gotta explain to Ferd why I lost his airplane. Uh, do we see what happens to the rocket, or is it just like... It's still going on up into orbit, but Aurora thinks she must have uh, done something to uh, impair its function. Well, the patrol pulls up, uh, they probably have, what, AK-47s? I don't know, Italian submachine guns. Uh, I just look up from my, lay in the, in the flavor raft and just put my hands up. Yeah. Uh, if they do it, I do it too. They take you uh, to some facilities on on the island there, and you're in some some room like overlooking a warehouse facility that had equipment that could have been used for the construction and launching of a rocket. Come in and sit down, and then you want to have uh, guns aimed at you. And I think that's when uh, Scarleone comes in. Well, you are quite persistent, I understood from our mutual friend that you would be interested in, in making a bid on our services, not coming here attempting to infiltrate my facilities. No, our bid was for a rocket, not one in orbit. It was a misunderstanding, I guess. Then I have no use for you? I'm going to try to convince him that I... Uh, not only did we con- contact our superiors, we also told them which where we were going, which direction we were going, and how to find us. Basically, I'm going to try to BS him into thinking that he needs to keep us alive, if if, if for anything else, as a bargaining chip for his escape. You know, of course, you know, you think I don't tell my superiors where we're going? We were on a NASA jet. You don't think they haven't tracked us where we got where we gone to? Very very cliche. I approve. He's going get smart more than James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, I'm trying to persuade him, so you know that he needs to keep us alive. If for anything, as hostages, that he can parlay for more cash. So, what's what am I shooting for? I won't say persuade versus him as, as well. Ooh, not my first time, you know, negotiating my negotiating my safety and well, well, in enemy hands. I'm tapping my not my first rodeo again. Make that a four. Every time I tell you time was I was held by the Gestapo during World War II. Well, you uh, may prove useful to me. Gestures to guards. Uh, see that they're secured. We cut to you guys being thrown in a almost empty storage room. Yeah, I like, like the word almost empty. Well, because it, it, they, they're never 
completely empty. They always leave you something to do something shenanigans with. <laughs> Concrete walls, no windows, one light bulb overhead. We get the shot of you being thrown in there and door being slammed closed. Hospitable fellows. Well, now what? Take inventory. What do we have? Yeah, what do we have? <laughs> what what almost empty <laughs> Well, we any weapons we have on our persons are gone. Yeah. Spent anything that looks halfway technology is probably gone from flawless. Mm -hmm. If you want to find something in the, the room useful, then you'll have to do something to declare that there's something useful. Otherwise, it's one paper towel. You could possibly kill someone with a with a paper towel. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Improvised method and all that. If you want to get out of here, we need to pick the locks, and we need some sort of we need something like wires or something like that, right? I got awareness at good, which is probably, I guess, the searching skill. Before that, though, as you're rummaging around oh, for a fate point, I can't resist it to Aurora. Because you're defining the cutting edge, you're going to be taken out of the scene, so you won't be able to help them. Okay. Because the door opens, and the brunette from uh, the uh, charity event is uh, saying there. Hi there. Gestures. Do you know? I believe I'll need her help. And the guards are gesturing for you to come out. Sure thing. And I go with them. All right. You're led to like an office where you know, she offers you a seat. Thanks. So I would uh, like to know what exactly you did. You appear to have affected my control of our device. Yeah, we were hoping to disrupt communications on the ground before... The device was launched, but in the emergency situation, I boosted it with uh, the electronics on the airplane to get a long-range communications disruption. And it looks like it may have done the EMP thing and actually shorted things out. It certainly did a number on the airplane. If you could uh, describe for me exactly the spectrum you were outputting, I would appreciate it. That may help me to... Correct. The problem. Well, it was quite a wide band, but it's probably likely that the strongest pulses were in 50 to 75, maybe 150 to 200 megahertz. Oh, you're you're basically giving her the information she's asking for and being honest. All. I am feeling a little bit reckless, I guess. And now it's uh, I've been lulled into talking about the theories and information is... I've got a little bit of this information is free sort of focus on the mission, Aurora. Then she'll get pencil and a pad and you two can start going over numbers. And then we can cut back to the guys in the storage room. Well, what do you think they're doing with her? T torturing her as I start look, going through the racks? That is certainly what I would call technical manual reading. I'm looking for something like some electronics gear or something like that or something that has wires or could be used into a use as a, as a pry bar. If it's metal shelves, the shelves could be used as some sort of pry. Probably guards on the other side. Perhaps they'll hear if we start using pry bar type things in the door. Or we can do get help. Yes, good idea. So I'm going to go over and push the wound in the back in his back to make him make you scream in in, in pain. <laughs> Yeah, he was probably going to do something similar to you, but you 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 were faster. <laughs> Give me some game some fair provoke. <laughs> However, that's a really bad roll. Wonderful. 
I burned my last fate point to not my first radio, not my first time to actually pull this stunt off. Reroll that sucker. And I have no fate points left. So that's your reroll, and you're still average. Yeah, but take it at a cost. I've actually probably really taken taken miles out by doing this. How about you take a mild consequence because you shove in in his wound and he reacts by punching you in the face. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> that. That seems appropriate to me. Just his natural reflex. <laughs> so it gives you a bloody nose. All right, and the guards come in. It's wound. It's this wound in the back. In his back. Medium give him to the to the cl- to your clinic. One of the guards comes in. Shut up. He's fine. One of them comes in, looking at you and kind of menacing you. The other one's uh, standing in the doorway. Is he holding a rifle? They're both holding um, submachine guns. Could I act like I'm collapsing? Would that be persuasion then, or? Yeah, I guess it would be persuade. That's the the deceit skill in this. But what's your goal here? It it sounds like an overcome since they're moving away, right? I was thinking I would I would use it as a as a pretext, as a setting it up as an advantage to then physically attack them. But if you want to, yeah, create an advantage that you're trying to sell that you are actually injured, sure. Let's make that a pose. So three. Let's see. What I roll, not very good. That's minus one, right? Right now, if you're going to attack them, you're going to you'd be out of position because you you're trying to sell this a little too hard, and you're on the ground. Yeah, he's not buying it, so he's not getting close enough. What are you doing, Ryder? I'm just looking at the gun and going five years to retirement, five years to retirement. So you're you're looking for a compel here that you're not going to do anything when Miles start something you're going to be standing there not helping basically taking myself out more or less all right yeah i just sort of i give up <laughs> all right miles miles will swear to himself and then he'll dash at the the guy who's has his back to him with the intention of pushing him into the other guy which means he'll have to get up first <laughs> so all right so i assume this is like you're trying to take him out not just creating another advantage here i mean ideally take them both out like smack them into each other. So there are two of them, so they'll be yeah, they're at one. A lot of stuff stacked against me though, so even though I got a superb, I have a lot of stuff here. I guess we're even if we use both of them out of position and shot in the back. We'll use the out of position. Uh, they'll get them to three. Uh, even two shifts will take out both of these guys, but we'll leave the shot in the back because that can be fun later. So he he dashes. Uh, suddenly he uses, since Ryder's immobile, he uses Ryder for cover <laughs> and dashes around him, pushes the guy who probably hears the footsteps, right? So he's half turning. Uh, and then we have uh, Miles's elbow in his face. And then he's shoved into the other guy. And there's like a little brief burst at, at the, as the, the guy in the doorway fires his uh, submachine gun into the cell. Ba-ba-bam, right? And then they crash together. And Miles grabs um, the elbowed guy's submachine gun and smacks the doorway guy in the face. He goes down. And then smacks the first guy in the face. He goes down. All right. Well, messy. And Ryder just stank there looking sheepish a bit, like he didn't do anything to help. Good cover there, Ryder. Yeah? Yeah. And I throw you a submachine gun. I just sort of grab it, but I'm just sort of holding it awkwardly. Well, rescue of Flawless? Do we know where she went? 
I'm not looking at you right now. I'm looking down at the floor at my feet. Oh, come on. You're a veteran. I mean, it's not like you're going to be that bashful, right? Or ashamed. Didn't help. I thought more of myself than about getting out. But, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, where do you think they, they took her? Also, he fired his gun. There's, there are going to be guys coming. We need to go. Yeah, I'm sure we can just follow the smell of ozone or something. <laughs> we'll find them. All right, so let's come back to Aurora. All right. As I'm talking to her about all of these things and, and the frequencies, kind of try to see what she reacts to a little bit more, do some probing, try to get some insight into what her gadget does, what her device does. What's it all for? I mean, maybe if I knew a little bit more about it, I'd be... No, I won't get to that one until we've done this first. Let's call this the insight. Okay. Won't be able to do much to affect this role, but man, it's mysterious. Oh, she's at two. As she seems to be... She distracts you back into the tech and the details every time you try to get beyond that. Uh, I mean, if I knew a little bit more about it, it would make it a little easier to troubleshoot. Well, you've been most helpful. I think I have what you need. We should be able to have this back online by the time the Russians make their launch. Thank you. Guards, you can take her back now. Is this the last time I get to see you? I hope not. There's a few people around here who be able to uh, assist me on this level. Well, it's a promise. Give her a smile and go with the guards. I'm going to put an aspect on the scene that, that uh, she has things uh, back on track. There's no free invokes on it, but it's it's out there. So where are you two going after you break out? Find the the tech. <laughs> where, where are the labs? You can probably figure that out as you're brought in. You can get an idea of where the control center would have been. Go to the control center. Start hitting buttons at random. Or destroy everything, whichever comes first. Maybe both at the same time. So yeah, I guess we're going to head for the control for the control center. How do you want to go about this? Is this like a mad dash where you're shooting and karate chopping guys? Are you being stealthy and my stealth is mediocre. My shoot and fight is plus two. Guess which way I think I'm going. Yeah, I'm also also unfortunately much better at um at, at doing horrible things to people. So we at least try to stealth a little bit. Be spies for a little bit, okay, before we pull the guns out and start shooting people. All right, initially, yeah. When it inevitably fails, we'll... <laughs> yeah. So we're going to skulk about and see if we can get get past any guards running about. We'll do this like a contest. You guys get three successes before they do. You'll get there. So describe what you're doing. You know, it can be a thing using athletics to run quickly out of this area, or I'm using stealth to sneak, or I'm using fight to knock out a guard who comes across us. It'll be a, like a series of, of scenes that we, we see as you guys moving across the facilities. Three successes total, or three successes from each of us? Total. And you can be giving an advantage to each other, or however you want to do it. Do you want to go first, punch somebody while I distract them? All right. You want to you create a distraction and, and I'll, I'll punch away. So that could either be a per provoke or... Tell me what you're doing. We see a pair of guards guarding intersection. So so I'm just going to purposely step out and say, Hello, I'm looking for the bathroom. Sure, that sounds like provoke. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at it. Yes, you are. They are average at it. Uh, 
I, 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 I need to make myself another aspect because I'm really tapping not my first rodeo, but, you know, I'm tapping not my first rodeo with that eight point you gave me. And re-roll, not uh, add two to it because that wouldn't do. So provoke. Uh-huh, we tie. I'll get you a boost. The two go out. Oh, there he is and start rushing towards you. And then from an oblique angle, I, I swing out with the butt of the submachine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, three shifts. Five, I think, with the boost, right? Oh, yes. So that actually counts as two successes then. So you're going across and um, here's some footsteps on the, the metal roof as they're trying to get up so they can get some height to look down over the crates and uh, pipes and stuff on the crawl across the... Is it out in the open, essentially, under open sky, or are we in a like a huge hangar-type building? Or The answer is yes. You're going out of one hangar, and then you've got other buildings that are between you and uh, the control room. So, you know what? Run! Yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> Um, I'll do some cover firing. Well, actually, who should do the covering firing? Because we're both running, but someone needs to do the advantage of cover fire. Sure, I can shoot. Do uh, cover fire. It's only fair. Yeah, you got a boost. All right, so I'm going to run. Oh, hell, I'll just go pop that boost already. So as soon as anyone pops up over the over the roofs, uh, there's a there's a burst of uh, submachine gun fire ripping up the the concrete or or the corrugated steel and that plinking off the corrugated steel, forcing them down. That was good, good enough. No, they were at five, and I'm out of fate points, so we're pinned down. We'll call that one for them. So you see a large group of guards heading that the most direct route that you were starting down. Large group of guards come pouring around the corner, and you're, oh, we can't go that way. All right. I want to do an awareness to um, to quickly scope out an alternative route. Do you want to do the contest here, the, or is this the, an advantage that you're creating for? Well, let's, do, let's just do the contest. So you're using, you said, awareness to, uh, it's called a, a flat good. It's not flat good. But I am on everyone's hit list, so I'm fairly used to dodging bullets. So I'm going to spend one of the fate points. Points there, get that up to great. How about you are able to spot uh, abandoned like a golf cart that they, they always have those, right? Those can jump in and tear off, speed away from the the scene here. Works for me. I think you guys are coming up on the the control building. You see a couple of guards marching Aurora out of it. Feeling that it's miles driving, so I just lean out with machine gun and start shooting at, at one of the guards. <laughs> You're not going to shoot Aurora, right? <laughs> of course not. I'm not going to shoot Aurora. Uh, what's my what's my target number for this? Uh, there are two. I'm at two, and I have no fate points, so yeah, that would just be a, a boost on them as they are uh, scattering for cover. Behind, like, some concrete stairs, so you've... Did they pull Aurora with them? Well, what are you doing, Aurora? Your companions have come up shooting at you. <laughs> From a golf cart. Stop, drop, and roll. Okay. What are you doing, Miles? She came out of the control building that we want to go to, right? Yeah. Is the entrance big enough for the golf cart? It could be. Well, I mean, I'm going to try to just drive straight in in that case. Ramming speed? Yeah. Hold on to your seat. Ryder, <laughs> give me some fair driving. Okay. Oh, I have to use the quote then. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> I was good driving. <laughs> All right. 
I floor the golf cart. <laughs> so Roar, they are now they're trying to run you over. <laughs> Shooting straight forward forward as you jump size, they jump up the steps, burst through the front door, this knocking the door down and sending the, the golf cart reeling into the, the entry. This is where they have Miles's musical sting as I'm flying through the, <laughs> the entrance. <laughs> they fly over me. Do I need to avoid them running me over? Uh, no. Uh, oh, God. As you're doing this, the guards are going to attempt to shoot you with the machine gun, with the submachine guns. There are two of them, so... Not exactly an armored vehicle. Hey, they're good shots. Well, you're coming right at them, so making it easy for them. That's five. Uh... I hope they don't mess up the batteries. Let's say it's against you, Miles. Athletics to dodge? If you want to use drive, they can't hit the moving golf cart or athletics to duck down or... Nah, nah. I'm going to shoot back. That's that's my defense, right? I'm, I'm shooting. <laughs> so I'm driving for the door. I mean, unless you've got a stunt, shoot really can't be used as a defense. Yeah, right. So I can't do that. Nah, I guess drive is the appropriate thing here. Let's do that. Fair... Yeah, that's very low. So that would be the equivalent of like a moderate consequence, right? Yeah, but you already have one. Which means I may, well, ah, what the heck. Uh, I'll take another shot. Why not? I mean, or hold on. Is this going to stop the the charge? We've already done that roll. You're going to be through the door, but. You'll end up with severe consequence, yeah. Yeah. I'll t- I'll, yeah, I'll take that. Okay. So as shots go through the. Uh plastic of this vehicle you smash into the door you weren't able to do it quite as in control as you would like thing rolls over and uh let's give you a broken leg how about okay and actually you're mild with last last session and we've had some scenes so you get your you can delete your mild oh would my uh graze ribs go down to a mild then uh no because we haven't really had time for that to heal all right you guys have been on the go. All right, we need to give Aurora something to do here. She's just seen this craziness. What do you? What's your response? They go shooting by, and there's some gunfire, smash, crash through the door. A wheel comes rolling out. <laughs> now is not the time for me to make a uh, motorized wheelchair for him, <laughs> and I probably do need to do something to stop the shooting before uh, before I go ripping the battery out to maybe using something else later. Am I in direct line of sight to anybody? The guards who are standing near the door and looking off, starting to advance towards your companions. The best thing I could do is probably try to capitalize on them focusing on my companions and get out of sight so that maybe I can create an advantage of uh, being able to take them a little bit unawares here in a, a little bit. So you can use your suddenly ninja then, right? Um, I was thinking about actually rolling for it instead of using the Suddenly Ninja. I'd have to use the Fate Point to Suddenly Ninja. So this is just like I'm slithering around on the ground trying to find some cover. You stealth to create an advantage so you can get them from behind? Yeah. That works. Yeah, there are three. Ninja! Yeah, it slipped away. Yeah. Well, I'm rolling out of the out of the golf cart. I'm in a big old control room. I'm looking for the big red button. Wow, you guys crashed through. Like in the lobby. Yeah. You see there are other rooms and there's some stairs up. This is probably where their their control room and engineering is going on. Uh, You know, I'll use my awareness to figure out which way I need to go. 
What am I shooting for? Fair. Yep. Great. You get up and you uh, you see the the map there at the entryway. No painted lines on the floor I could follow. You know. You're going for a control room. It's on the top floor. Oh uh, yeah! Come on, Miles. Let's go upstairs. Okay. What are you doing, Miles? I mean, you guys have got gunmen advancing through the door. I'm on my flat of my stomach, having crawled out of the <laughs> out of the wreckage. Then I'm I'm shooting at the guys advancing in through the or or are they advancing from in from inside the building as well? No, these are the two guys who shot at you. Firing at them. There are two. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you will have no problem taking them out. Yeah, use your prolonged machine gun to cut them down. What's next? Running or limping up the stairs? Limping. Dragging. <laughs> I have no idea that he's got a broken leg, and I'm thinking he's, like, right behind me, so I'm unawares. Let's see, am I aware of his injury now? Uh, you've slipped away. I've slipped away, yeah, so... Yeah, where are you going? I want to find this device because I'm feeling very curious. I want to know what it's all about, and I didn't find that out talking to her, so... Well, you can tell that device is probably what they launched. Okay. And they're looking to reestablish control of it. Reestablish control remotely. Kind of do some workarounds. Okay, so we're looking at the control center. So we're just going to leave Miles in the ruins of the front door and sitting under, half under a... Uh... Yeah, if I, if I knew, what I'd do is like try to take a strut off the golf cart or something and rig up a, a crutch, yeah. I guess if you want to take the time to create an advantage to help Miles, you can do that. I think in this situation, he's probably our most effective guy, and I don't want him to be out, so I am going to try to rig up uh, something to help him walk around. You can still walk. It's just it will be difficult at uh, convenient times. It will be very difficult. Mm -hmm. If you want to create an advantage that can help him at those times, then yeah. Right. That's basically what I'm looking for. Take the struts out of the golf cart and make kind of this uh, kind of this hydraulic exoskeleton thing around his leg he puts his he puts his weight on that and kind of like springs him up puts a little spring in his step oh yeah that's probably do that. a bit ambitious biotic miles <laughs> it would be cool though <laughs> like okay if you press on it just this right way you can probably leap about two meters three meters I mean, I'm fine with a, a crutch or something. That's that's fine. Crutch or some hydro splint here that's going to flex with his, uh, help him in walking. Uh, let's call that, let's call that good to be able to do that in a timely manner. Only fair. I've only got the one fate point, but I think that this would be kind of a cutting edge sort of, nobody's tried this in medicine before, so I would really like to uh, invoke the cutting edge and spend my fate point. So, so it is like a hydro blint. Yeah. With, with what motor oil from the? <laughs> no, you, you said the the shock struts of the. Oh, oh. I mean, I could have made like a pogo stick with it. There you go. You've got the the hydro splint there that help you walk. That's some dedication. <laughs> Any guards on the uh, on the control room? Because I'm upstairs before they are. You're up the stairs, bursting into the control room. There's a guard there and uh, the brunette that you probably saw her, but didn't interact with her and or has told you about. Well, I shoot the guard. Sure, she's going to go, Mr. Ryder, please don't don't interfere here. 
Mm-hmm. I shoot the guard. <laughs> I'm about to disable the latest Russian base launch. I'm sure that is something that you would do if you had the power. I shoot the guard. Maybe you don't, because you don't have any fate points. Oh, so she's invoking, what, like five years to retirement? or Yeah, five years to retirement. Think about the re- rewards for ensuring your country is the first to the moon. Ooh. So since you don't have any fade points. Yeah, I can't counter it. I sort of stop. My gun's still pointed at the other at the guard because, you know, if he twitches, he gets shot. But I'm just like, mm, you drive a hard bargain, miss. Uh, miss. I'm going to get her name before I do. Miss Delgado. Miss Delgado. That's not very bondish. They've done so many that all that's left is the Austin Powers stuff. I mean, Delgado is the cat, right? That's appropriate, right? Then as you two are coming into the control room, you have Ryder and a guard kind of staring each other down. Delgado is finishing up her work here in the control room and ordering some people to increase the power on, on that. And uh, no, no, we don't send the code yet. We have to we have to correct the subroutine. What do you do? And Ryder's just standing there letting it happen. Yep. What? Why? What's going on? He's... Taking down a Russian space launch. How do you know that? She told me. I shoot the guard. <laughs> I don't think I have anything I could offer you. All right. Shoot the guard. Bang. She and the other engineers at Cromwell jump. Everybody away from the controls. Aurora doesn't have any fate points either, so I can... Yeah. yeah. Like shrugging apologetically to them. Defining the cutting edge. You want to know what exactly she's doing here. You want to see this happen, right? I do want to know how the heck you plan to uh, stop a Russian launch, yeah. What are the operating principles device? You need to keep Miles from murdering everybody as he is wont to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you in, in disbelief. I mean, look, man, they're not people running around with guns. They're just smart, technical people like me, and it's they could uh, do some good for the world if we give them the right motivation. There's no need to go wasting the talent. Well, if you don't want me to splatter their genius brains all over this control room, you better confirm what they are saying. Yeah. So if you guys can tell me how you're stopping this uh, Russian rocket, then uh, you know I'll be able to confirm that information for Mr. Miles here. The payload we launched was a an advanced microwave targeting device that we can use to target the Soviet rocket as it enters into orbit, and it will disable that we will be able to ensure that they can't send anything into orbit that we don't want. Yeah, it sounds like what they basically did is they built a thing like the thing that I built, except they'll get to use it more than once. Yeah, that's totally plausible. That's what I say. So how much are you going to charge the Russians not to use it? This is all I is she a liar or is she not a liar? Is she doing what she's saying she's doing? And I'm like squeezing the submachine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we need the insight, but my instinct is that she's not lying. But I think basically Miles has just asked me to insight on her. Or just give me your professional opinion. Aurora, from what you're you're seeing and from your discussions, it sounds plausible. And I tell him the such. God damn it. Uh, and he'll point the submachine gun somewhere else. That wouldn't be a manned Soviet launch, is it? I believe so. That, unfortunately, if it was a satellite, I would say, yeah, go for it. But manned? Nah. 
They've lost enough guys in space. Let's yeah. over here. All right. You guys have been delayed now. Suddenly, the Crane Clan shows up with Scarleone. Bloody ninjas. Miles, you get a flash as a throwing dagger is tumbling towards you. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's going to attempt to put the submachine gun in the path of the, of the throwing dagger, possibly ruining in the process would that be legal as fight feels more athletic than fight to me either way it works okay yeah. all right so ting <laughs> and that's the point where i just open fire on the and the guard that's in the room i think i already did yeah or did i already shoot him miles did you shoot the corpse then i'm just going to turn back and just they're coming through the door just firing into the door oh was that a compel by the way or oh yeah was ninjas a compel for him yeah, sure we'll give you that for inventing them thank you so while he's dodging, throwing knives, I'm just turning around, just opening fire into the doorway indiscriminately. That's what I would do. <laughs> Fair. Ah, oh, they dodge. I'm not going to spend anything on that. They get a boost on us. Yeah, they bring to the sides of the all like ninjas. How about Scarlone? Yeah, he's behind them, but he will. Uh, gentlemen, I'm sure we can come to a much more satisfactory arrangement. This is persuade against your will. He's going to um, try to convince you this isn't your fight. If you uh, leave, I will make a arrangement with your governments at a much reduced price. You certainly, certainly won't get a better deal and make it off this island otherwise. Both is going to make a will roll then? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, I rolled average. should <laughs> be like, yeah, yeah, I want to retire. <laughs> So that's, okay, well, you got a moderate consequence. So this would be a severe consequence on Ryder then. Mm, unless I tap something. Even if you tap something, you've got a mild and a moderate. So it's going to be severe. I'll just take the severe then. This is not your fight. You know, these guys going to take out some Russians. Yeah, you've been trying to do that most of your, or a good part of your career. Miles, on the other hand, uh, he'd get a boost on you. So we'll say, uh, let's say you have a moment's pause, we'll call it. Gotcha. Uh, I think we'll let Flawless go before. So anticipating uh, return fire, crossfire, I need to get cover, try to get down behind one of the control panels. And uh, I have had a plan pop up in my head. All right. A cunning plan? A cunning plan. First step is... Say there's probably some kind of access panel in the back of this uh, control console. Can open it up and reestablish communication with their uh, microwave satellite. And step two is to give it new telemetry to have it fire its microwaves or whatever down on this facility. Okay. The death maser. That's how that opposed by her. You're breaking into their system to redirect while... They're trying to have it zap the Russians. So I'm trying to hijack it. Currently at four, you're at a five. And you both have burned through all your fate points. I'm at one. I got three for this scene here. I can be out bad, yeah. Well, I got to at least spend one on this. Spend one to tag that back on track, because the information you gave her is helping her to reestablish control. And I don't have anything on this board, so... All I can really do is uh, is spend a fate point to invoke. I can beat anything she makes. 
All right. You've got control and it's like going to sweep across and everybody's got to get out of the way of the beam. So there's a scene out there where we see the water boiling as the beam's heading our way. Everybody get out. Leg it. Just go. You mad woman, you'll kill us all. And she pounds her fist on the... Let's get that crazy jet and get out of here. <laughs> so we got ninjas flying into the room. I would attempt to slam the door in their face if possible. Or at least try to. At least like squeeze one in the door frame or something. <laughs> Posed athletics to to shut the door before. I would argue that I'm using the door as an improvised weapon in fight. Or what would your stunt let you do? Did let you create advantage? Create an advantage, yes. So so pinned in the door or something like that. All right. See about that. It's not too good, but it's five with the superb with the, the stunt. All right. How does this go then? Yeah, a couple of them are on their way to the door, and then I, I launch off my hydro splint. <laughs> <laughs> and into the door with a side tackle, right? And I, I pin two of them, like they're, they're squished in between the door and the door frame. And there's a like a, a little crunch, like maybe not a cracked bone, but there's a little crunchy like uh, sound. And like maybe maybe somebody's like ninja knife gets stuck in them or something. It's not a serious injury, but there's a ninja yelp. You've got the door blocked. So then what are you doing, Ryder? I'm going, okay, we're in a blockhouse. We're near a launching pad. I would imagine these folks may have like a danger room where they can go to in case of a, a problem on the pad. If I have to, I'll spend a fate point because, you know, it's not my first rodeo because I've known about them. The, the Germans had them, the U-2s. We had them for our missiles. There's got to be a place. Sure, if you want to spend a fate point, that exists. And you, you probably saw it on the, the drawing diagram before. Probably like a drop shoot on every floor. You can just jump into and head down into it. I doubt that, but there's... It's probably yeah. a, ladder, a ladder or something down sure, to it. Sure, sure. To the bunker! You know, just, and sort of run for it. For the finale here, let's call this oh, some superb athletics from everybody to make it there in time before you get zapped. <laughs> This is where all of my three wonderful fate points are going to come in handy. <laughs> I have no fate points, so I'm basically going to get fried. Oh, dear. Uh, you know, I know where it is. So wouldn't I get like a bonus for that? Or at least a free invoke off the aspect? Sure. I'll give you a free invoke off that. And I will use that because I only have... Somebody can be selfless and spend their time to create an advantage to help. Yeah. You guys run ahead of me. I could put in a time delay and have it fire on the next orbit. No, no, it's, it's already coming. We already said it's coming. Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. I can, I can give him a shove, like shove him or, or like drag him with me or some such. The guy with the broken leg and the hydro and the hydraulic uh, splint is the one dragging the the guy who just has grazed ribs and a bloody nose. Yeah. If you want to drag him with you, I think that increases your difficulty by a shift. Then. Oh, okay, okay. We'll do it that way. So then I need uh, fantastic. Yeah. So let's do athletics first. Fair. I'm going to use the splint, obviously. I guess the broken leg will take that out. If, you'll, if you're fine with me using, you know, on everyone's hit list and Bloody Ninjas, uh, well, maybe not Bloody Ninjas, but maybe Thug with a License to Kill to suggest that I'm used to being in life and death situations and coming out on top when I push myself, um, I could push that up too. Thug with License to Kill... Well, you may have to come up with an aspect, another aspect that would aid you here. Thug with License to Kill, I can see that as you pushing through despite your, your problems. 
but you've got open slots if you want to invent something you think would help you. Yeah, I don't have a great idea this late in the evening, unfortunately. Survivor, as he always makes it through the missions no matter what. Oh, never say die. <laughs> yeah, either one of those is fine. Uh, I can I can take something like that. I do have that open slot. Just never say die sounds like a bad Bond title. I'll do that one. <laughs> so it's two fate points down. So that puts me up to fantastic. All right. You need a, a superb athletics, Aurora. Do your ninja thing and... Yeah, that would cost. It's built in. It's not... Doesn't have any fate points. There's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you do have your just the thing, which you haven't used this uh, session. That's true. Can, you don't have to be something you acquired somewhere along the way, since you guys got most of your tech was gone. But you right. could pick something up along the way here. Well, since the microwave is basically generates electrical currents and things, you could have a personal Faraday shield. Took a metal sheet off of the golf cart that I could cover myself with. And you're next to a panel, so you can definitely hook up to a ground, and that would definitely help. Maybe big enough for two people. Cover me and Delgado. I think that that sounds like a good proposal. You'll still have to roll. Ah. But you get a bonus on that roll. Okay, so what is that? That's still the athletics roll? Yeah, because that, that stunt gives you an advantage with a free invoke. Okay, so what are we starting from? We're starting a good we'll get you to superb with the free invoke she has her own personal maser shield amazing since the way you're describing you described as you're not running down to the shelter you're creating your own i should have let you roll with gadgetry which would have been even better maybe athletics would would figure into like doing it fast enough right we're down in the bunker anyone else make it down to the bunker some of the the engineers that were in the control room there but other than that nobody of note uh aurora is pulling delgado into her improvised bunker as the bean sweeps over then i think we get you guys coming out of the the bunker aurora and uh delgado tipping over the the top of their improvised bunker smoking yep everything's smoking around you there's probably some uh dusty remains of a few of the ninjas i look forward to uh what do you come up with next? Well, maybe we should have coffee. Let's. We have the helicopters coming in on from the American carrier offshore. So anybody have the closing bond stinger? The one-line quips seem to mostly come from Miles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a great. I don't have a great line, unfortunately. Uh, closest I could figure was like maybe he would be on his wristwatch uh, thing, like reporting into whatever the, the head head of um, Unity. Like, so how would you describe the situation? And, and Miles goes, thinks for a moment and he says, inflammable. Uh, uh, I, know, I, got, I got one. He, uh, he's, he's kicking at like the, the dust of one of those ninjas and goes, everything's done and dusted. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. That's much better. All right. That work okay? Yeah. Good fun. Not sure if we have a milepost where I can re rejigger my my skills because I'm not I'm I'm thinking that my provoke needs to be higher than it is right now. Skills are usually like that. You're you're always like, man, that should be a little higher, but then I have to take this one other one down and yeah. Don't know what when we want to come back to these guys, but yeah, obviously people want to retune them. About to say, I need a trait vote to diversify my aspects. Because I've got like three of them that are very similar, I think, in practice. 
but that helped us today. It's a balance because sometimes I want to do this. I want to just be able to pour on the fate points to really do this well, then that's okay. But then you will have to sacrifice that on other things you won't be able to invoke. It's only if you feel crippled or, or, or hampered by the fact that you have three aspects of that order. It, it certainly came in handy when we were frying the, the launch. The only one I've got uh, that I don't think has come into play has been get with the times, man. So that may be a candidate for change. I mean, there was some kind of like an open goal there when when um, Ryder was going like emp. What's an emp? Like, uh, but on the other hand, that was kind of a like borderline superfluous uh, cue conversation. So I, I get that maybe it wasn't uh, like the ideal situation to to bring it in. But anyway, over the top fun excitement. Yeah, that yep, one might yep. doing it again at some point. Doing a silly sequel. Who knows, maybe the, the actors playing you would be completely different. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. Maybe my character would look like Uhuru next. <laughs> it seems like we, we should have been more getting you guys to concede some scenes so you could have had more fate points there at the end. Because you'd like all spent stuff to succeed earlier so that it was harder for you guys to succeed at the end. Mm-hmm. System system mastery stuff, right? It's a spy movie, so we have to succeed. Well, I don't know. I I, I was channeling. I was thinking. I was actually about that when we started this because I had just recently rewatched. Uh, I think it was um, uh, the Bond movie with Christopher Walken as the Eastern German psychopath, right? And uh, when the assassin—I forget her name now—the singer shows up in the Eiffel Tower and, and, and kills the informant there. And, and Connery, uh, not Connery, uh, more chases after. There's a long-ass chase scene. And like his car is cut in half. And like it's a very close call. And in the, in the end, he misses uh, the boat. So she gets away. And that kind of stuff happens a lot in the Bond movies, I noticed. So I was trying to keep in mind to like let go of successes. The fate of the system, not even isn't uh, like a traditional system. So if failures usually just lead to narrative complications and can lead to you getting fate points so you can succeed later. Yeah. So I need to learn the lesson of letting go sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up for that. Don't we all? <laughs> I, well, I'd say that you, William, you did better on that than than us to us uh, than I did. I know at least I did. I, I think it's part habit and you got to get used to doing it. And, and the other way around when you play this is certainly. It's similar to PBTA in, in that, the failing forward. Yeah, miss doesn't have to be, you know, a setback per se. Mm-hmm. See? See? He's prejudiced against non-Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.